Hey there, my name is Veronica, and I'm so happy to be with you today. On this podcast, I will be answering three questions using advice pertaining to the law of attraction. It's going to be wonderful. I do not know what these questions are beforehand. It comes as a mystery to me, and they are submitted by you, the listener. So it's going to be a good time, and I hope that the answers can benefit you a lot. And if you've been waiting for your question, well, I hope it's answered today. If you would like to learn more about me, learn how my life transformed through the use of the Law of Attraction and Conscious Manifesting, you can do that at veronicaisles.com. If you would like to submit your own question, download the Anchor app today, find me at Veronica Isles, and submit me a voice note. It's that easy. Okay, so let's get to question number one. Hi, Veronica. I know you have talked about the idea of competition in one of your videos, and I found it to be very helpful, but I was wondering if you could just um, elaborate on that, um, only because I find myself, my entire life, I've always found myself comparing myself to other women when it comes to like a person that I want. And I want to get out of that mindset and know that I'm only competing against myself and that the idea of competition is really just an illusion. And I want to just focus on that because I know once I get to that or when I step into that power that my specific person will be solely mine. Thanks. Thanks so much for submitting this question. And I think it's interesting that you already know essentially what you need to do. You know that the idea of competition is only an illusion, but it sounds almost like you just need a little bit of a pep talk to get yourself there and to allow yourself to remain there. So everything that you said is in fact correct, that competition is just an idea that we create in our from our belief system. So it's something that can either be played out in our life to be actually competing against others or it can be something that doesn't even exist. Um, Many people, you know, they just see themselves, only themselves, have inner confidence, um, even if they aren't aesthetically beautiful, even if they don't have the best brains, the best body, um, money, you know, they, they, these could be people that really don't have anything at all, yet they have a belief within themselves that they are the best and that they are number one. Uh, The point I'm trying to make is that The reason why comparing yourself to others is really just doing yourself a disservice um, is because sort of beauty is in the eye of the beholder. It's all about the energy you carry, the confidence that you have. Um, You can be number one to anyone if you believe you are. You can also be competing with a swarm of others if you believe you are. Um, I would look solely upon yourself, uh, raise your idea of yourself to realize that competition um, doesn't have to exist. Like as long as you believe in who you are and are true to who you are, you will always be chosen. You will always be the best. Um, When the idea of competition comes in, uh, remind yourself that This doesn't have to be a scenario that plays out in your world. Um, And again, don't don't get sort of freaked out that if you think about the idea of competition that you will draw it in because it isn't that simple. It's more upon the things that you're dwelling on, especially dwelling on um, in sort of a way that's mindless where you're just thinking upon this with passionate energy open endlessly like you just keep dwelling upon it those are going to be the things that manifest you know if competition 
the word, the idea just enters your mind. Don't get like freaked out like you need to suddenly affirm that you are the best and you are the only. Um, just let it float away. Um, you want to give your persistent energy towards something. So decide to devote all of your persistent energy upon yourself. Um, upon loving yourself, being true to who you are. Like I said, you don't have to be the most physically, aesthetically perfect person. You do not have to be the one who has the best job or is the smartest or the wittiest or the sexiest. Like you don't have to be anything but you. And in by and in doing that, you will always succeed in all of those things. Um, you will always be the best because you will be true to, true to yourself. Confidence is the most attractive quality of all, and it will trump everything else. And you're really not competing against anything else um, in reality because, I mean, in reality, you can have anything. You can align with anything, so there is no competition. I know we can feel like our own worst enemy, but if you can love on yourself, believe on yourself, believe your, in yourself, uh, have confidence, uh, you will you will have more of a boost to know um, that you know that you don't have to worry about anyone else taking what is yours. That anything can be yours. Okay, so I hope this helped. We're gonna get to question number two. So we started talking and uh, after uh, that we have been talking like on a very, uh, you know, like a friends with benefit kind of thing. Like he keep mention, uh, mentioning that uh, I'm so happy uh, now you're my friend and he keeps like uh, saying that um, I want to make love to you and all that. Uh, which eventually sometimes... Uh, gets me worried that should I be even talking like that or not uh, but uh, somehow Hana, when I get his phone call so it keeps me sane um, and uh, that's why I do not uh, confront him or say anything to him but I know that he deep down he loves me somewhere I also love him but it has been kind of buried somewhere I don't know how can I get him back I want him to propose me and get married and settle down with me. Okay, so it almost sounds like this was part two of another question that was asked, but I could not find part one, so I'm just going to answer this anyway. Uh, basically, it sounds like you're stuck in a friends with benefits situation. You're afraid to sort of say anything about it because you are, in fact, getting attention from him. You're getting love from him. Um, but it's not exactly what you want. So it's like you're holding back your voice of exactly what you want because you kind of don't want to lose what you currently have, but you clearly want more. Um, I think for anyone else who's stuck in a friends with benefits situation, don't be afraid to voice your opinions, to say what you want to say, to speak up. I mean, what is the point of having a relationship if you can't be yourself, if you can't have a voice? Never suppress your voice. It will only cause you to feel bad inside. It will cause you to feel resentful. You can, in fact, attract more. You can attract acceptance, but you do have to be true to yourself. Now, it's great that you believe that he loves you. Um, I wouldn't keep affirming that it's buried and that it's hidden somewhere and that it needs to come out. Um, I would instead affirm that it's already at the surface. Um, like he has to pour this out of him, out of his soul. He has to tell you his feelings and that he is capable of loving you. He is capable of giving you marriage. He is capable of proposing to you. He is capable of settling down. 
So when you imagine how he feels about the situation, I would not imagine that he is fine with friends with benefits, that he is just okay keeping it casual. I would instead imagine that his heart yearns for more, that he needs more, and that he's only going to be ideally happy in having more. So instead of feeling like the marriage, the proposal, settling down is simply something that is going to make you happy and something that you are trying to convince him to do to make you happy, instead we want to start imagining that it's what makes him happy and he wants to do it because it makes him so happy. He also wants to do it because he knows it makes you happy and it makes him the happiest to bring you joy and to bring you fulfillment, to bring you honor, respect, love. So I would exist in this love and if in the current moment it does not feel right to just be friends with benefits with him, I would simply put your foot down and realize you are valuable enough to be able to say that, to do that, and to never lose him. Okay. Well, let's get to question number three. So as it turns out, I did actually find part one, and I will address it with a response, and I'm going to play part one now. Hey, Veronica. Uh, my question is, uh, my boyfriend and I uh, got uh, separated, broke up, um, like about a month ago. Then after 20 or 15 days later, we started talking again. Um, because uh, he told me that he can talk to me as a friend or something like that but he was talking in a very nice uh, way and eventually we were talking and we were talking like um, in uh, you know great intimately like uh, we were having sexual talks and all that but uh, still it has been bothering me because I don't know I don't have the guts to ask him what is our future because I'm worried what he'll be say and I'm still uh, not ready to because it it keeps me sane that if he, I talk to him so what should I do okay so as an add-on to this question I did find part one I actually found part one when I was recording the next podcast uh, somehow they had got rearranged. They had gotten rearranged, and I did in fact find part one. Okay, so I'm going to address some of part one now. Part two makes a little bit more sense, but I'm going to address and just include all of this information because I think all of this uh, advice can help someone. Um, okay, so I think the dominant theme here is the fact that you are afraid of speaking what you want to speak uh, for fear of rejection, for fear of being pushed away, for fear of him not liking what you have to say or being put off by it or just not wanting you to speak. Uh, I think that you should absolutely speak your voice, whatever it is you feel you want to say. Now, never speak something out of need or out of the feeling of needing to cling on to him. Um, or fear of loss, but if you have something to say and something is on your mind, if you are not allowing yourself to speak that, then it's just going to be underlying. It's just going to be underneath. Um, it's going to always be there. It's going to always be affecting your energy. So how can you advance with this relationship? I now know that you did, in fact, break up. Um, so how can you effectively get back together if you're not able to be yourself, if you're not able to be true to yourself? You have to um, be at one with who you are if you truly want someone else to love you and be in love with you and devote their life to you. Uh, I think I remember from the last, the last question that you wanted marriage. You wanted a proposal. 
So this person can only truly do that if you are true to yourself. Uh, you have to, like I said, feel free enough to be able to speak your mind. I mean, you don't want to get married to this person and then be suppressing things for fear of losing that marriage and then never fully being yourself within a marriage. Like, what would that do? What would that do for you? That would do nothing. That would make you feel horrible. Again, that would make you feel resentful as the years went on. Use this as a chance to know you can never truly lose him. You can attract him in any way possible. Speak what you have to say. Um, but again, like if it's lingering, speak it. But you could also sort of resolve it within yourself too, uh, depending on what it is that you want to ask him. Um, so whenever there's something to be said, uh, always ask yourself, why do I need to know this? Uh, what will it what will it give me? Like if it comes from an insecure place, um, I would resolve that insecurity within yourself first. But if you have something that you want to say and you're holding it back, at least say it so that you can be free of holding that baggage, holding that burden. So once again, speak your voice, speak your mind. But again, ask yourself, you know, what is the question at hand? I know I'm sort of addressing many different things here, but I think that it'll apply to you know, people within a relationship or trying to get get a relationship or, you know, talking just in a friendly way, um, you know, should you speak your mind? Well, yes, but if it's coming from an insecure place or a place of attachments, resolve that within yourself first because then whatever they say in response is not going to be something that causes the relationship to flourish or to grow. Okay, <laughs> I hope that could help. And I know this was a little bit all over the place, but I'm so glad I found part number one. Hi, my name is Millie. I've been seeing someone since November and only just a few weeks back he's stopped giving me attention. He stopped meeting me. He stopped messaging me. Every time I ask to meet, he doesn't want to meet. Every time I message him, he ends up giving me one-worded answers. There was a time where he couldn't live without me um he'd spend his weekends with me he'd message me good morning he'd message me good night we'd be on the phone every now and then I feel as though his mind is diverted he's asked for space but I feel as though he's probably just speaking to somebody else how can I get him to make me his center of attention again how can I make him want me again because every time I feel as I do I keep getting the negative thoughts of him getting to know another female. Hi, Millie. Thanks for submitting your question, and I'm so sorry that you are going through this. Uh, I think it's great, though, that you have an example of him actually doing, saying, and being everything that you want. Um, the fact that he used to make you a priority is a clear example um, that you can have this again. I mean, what it sounds like to me is that things were going really well, and the insecurity is settled in, you know, the insecurities of whether or not it would last. Suddenly he became more important to you. So the fears, you know, you started becoming more vulnerable to fears. And this is natural. This happens. Um, this doesn't mean that you did something wrong. It just means that you need to sort of regroup and center your energy. I would stop reaching out. Um, I would give him space. I would give him space to miss you. If he was doing all of these things in the beginning, clearly he was benefiting from those those actions. He was benefiting by telling you good morning and good night. He was benefiting, um, you know, when you when he was giving you all of this attention. It wasn't just to 
sort of be kind to you. It wasn't like doing you a favor. It was because he was he was gaining from that. He was enjoying that. He was loving pursuing you. So I would give him room to actually do this again. Like he's not going to repeat this behavior if you sort of prompt him to do so. So I would, I would not necessarily sort of let him go and let your fear sort of take over and say, well, then he's going to be with some other, some other person. Um, instead, say to yourself, if I step back, give him the space, I will reclaim what I had in the beginning. I will reclaim what it felt like to be pursued. But again, he can't actually do that unless you are in a place to receive that, unless you are aligned with that sort of result. So I want you to stand firm in your confidence, uh, raise your idea of self. Clearly, he was attracted to you in the beginning. So clearly, you have things that are desirable. You know, you have wonderful ways about yourself. I want you to start recognizing just how wonderful you are and the reason why no one can compete with you. Uh, even if he was talking to someone else, like it would fall flat. It would only show him why he can't let you go. So in, in sort of imagining it like that, we no longer get afraid of this idea of him talking to someone else or this idea of competition because in, it would only benefit you. Now, I'm not saying he is talking to someone else. Um, I'm just saying that we want to release the resistance around that idea. So you're no longer afraid about it and then you can sort of stop thinking about it because when you become afraid of an idea and you make it so important then that's like all you're going to think about we don't want that we want you to feel peace again we want you to feel like what it felt at the beginning when you were being pursued i want you to recognize that he can do this again uh, but you'd need to take a step back i wouldn't message him I wouldn't prompt him to not forget you. If you want to become unforgettable to him, take a step back, let him miss you, and in the meantime, pour all of your love, all of your attention upon yourself. And it'll be amazing what miracles can happen. Okay, so I hope these questions could help everyone. I uh, look forward to the next podcast. I do replay these on my YouTube channel. Don't, for don't forget to subscribe there as well. They are played first on Anchor, though, so if you would like to hear them right when they're released, go to anchor.fm slash Veronica Isles. I do offer one-on-one -on -one coaching and coaching programs, studywithveronica.com and veronicaisles.com. Have an amazing day.